good day today. Yeah, good day. It's a little sunny. bit of almost sun, a little yeah. bit of cloud. Uh, I think it's cloud, cloud cloudy. Right, right. Yeah. Getting a little bit cold. Quite, yeah. yeah. But, but it's getting into the summer, more springtime. Springtime, right. The cherry blossom is coming soon. Yeah, when is the best um, time to view cherry blossoms in Tokyo, do you think? I think the end of March and in end March? of March to beginning of the April. Mm, okay. But I think it depends on the season. Right, right. And I'm not sure this year because mm. like plum, do you know plum blossom? Oh, oh plum. Plum oh, blossom. Okay, the plum. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're coming out? Oh, no. Uh, usually plum blossom is blooming um, February okay. or the end of January. Mm. But last week I went to the plum blossom place. Okay. But it was not. Which uh, place did you go to? Uh, it's called Umegaoka. Umegaoka. Have you? I've been to Jiugaoka. <laughs> no, uh, Jiugaoka. It's a lot of Oka. <laughs> Umegaoka. Oh, which location? Yeah. What train line is it? I don't know. I went there by bicycle. By bicycle? Yeah. Okay. Mm. By bicycle from here to there around maybe 30 minutes. Mm, okay. Mm. Do you know which direction? North, south, east? <laughs> or what, what, what was like a nearby place? Uh, it's tower to Setagaya. Okay. And actually I follow my friend's husband, so I'm mm. not sure the direction exactly. Okay, probably north then. <laughs> probably. So yeah. Setagaya. From like Megiddo to yeah. Setagaya. Yeah, north. Right. Gotcha. And so you're originally from, what, what part of Japan are you from? Osaka. Osaka, mm -hmm. okay. Kansai Ben? Kansai Ben. Oh, okay. And you're, what was your name again? Hanako. Hanako, okay. Nice to meet you, Hanako. I'm nice Jake. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Jake. Uh, Jake from State Farm. It's an American insurance company. Okay. So Jake from State Farm is, yeah, what uh -huh. they say. But so how long have you been living in Tokyo for? Uh, Tokyo, now three years. Three years, mm. okay. And what do you notice is the difference from living in, you know, Kansai area to living in Tokyo? What are some main differences that you've seen? Well, I think main difference, the big difference, what I face at the first time is the price. The price. Price of oh, the, okay. the rent. Mm. So I didn't know, actually I'm from Osaka and when I move in Tokyo and look for the, the rent, yeah. the house, and right. I thought it's so expensive, really? and I thought that is a Tokyo price. Mm, so okay. I didn't know other place, so I just took it. Okay. But after that, I I told my friend about my place. Then they said mm -hmm. that place is expensive place. Mm, <laughs> so really? I didn't know, but definitely the the land price okay. is much expensive than Tokyo. Okay, housing prices are very expensive in Tokyo compared to Osaka. Then? Yes, right. Mm. What about like culturally? Is there any sort of like, I always hear like Osaka has, um, people are more relaxed and not mm -hmm. as uptight, kind of just more international friendly. Is that, uh, do you notice? Yeah, people say that, but I'm not sure that is more internationally, but yes, Osaka people are more open-minded mm -hmm. and more cultural, more friendly. So, so I think most of the people said, if you have some trouble or you lost in Osaka, then mm. definitely someone will help you, even you don't ask. Right, right. But in Tokyo, I think not so many people will help you mm. on the street. Okay. Yeah. So not as friendly to strangers in Tokyo? Yeah. More standoffish? Yes, right. Uh, okay. But I realized and I heard, actually I had that experience in Tokyo. Oh, really? I was, yeah. Okay. I was, uh, before I moved in Tokyo, mm -hmm. and I was lost, and I don't know which, which train I should take. Mm -hmm. And I asked, but no one, of course no one helped me, and one time I asked some, one guy, yeah. I want to go to this place, which train I should take? Mm. Hey, he didn't say any word. He just point. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, he didn't. He didn't want to speak to you. Uh, maybe I don't know. So I was a bit <laughs> shocked. Oh, okay. So that is my kind of the first experience in mm. Tokyo. Met that kind of person. Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, what I heard is the people in Tokyo is not originally from Tokyo. Mm. Most of the people are come from other prefecture or other place. 
Right, right. So they are not so confident in mm. this this area. So mm, okay. that like is directions. Yes, right. Okay. So maybe that is one of the reasons Tokyo people don't help some person mm. who who is lost. So, do you find that most people that are living in Osaka mm. are from Osaka? Mm. Or is there a lot of transplants living in Osaka too? I'm sorry, commit again? Uh, like transplant, like meaning someone who's not from there but ah, has, okay. is now living there. Yeah. Mm, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Organ transplant, you know. <laughs> okay. It's not from your body, it's from somewhere else. But okay, yeah, yeah, a lot. Like, like I moved in Tokyo three years already, mm -hmm. but my direction, that direct, Mm, dialect, yeah, yeah. Dialect is still Osaka Ben. Oh, really? Nandeyanen. So, Nandeyanen, Mokarimaka? Mokarimaka, you are No? <laughs> no. <laughs> that is very typical, but it's not daily. Okay. Daily. It's not so daily. common? Yeah, not common. We don't use that. Mm. What, uh, what is the main differences in the dialect that you notice as far as uh, words that you're using or something? The one I realized mm -hmm. all after I moved in Tokyo is thank you. Thank you. Yes. How do you say thank you in Japanese? Arigato. Azas. <laughs> yeah, in Osaka. Yeah, one day. Okini. No, 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 no. Yeah? Arigato. Arigato. So the ending is like. Yes. Oh. Arigato. Ending is down. Okay. I think. Arigato. Arigato. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't realize this is direct, mm. direct. Yeah. But someone asked me, non-Japanese asked me, how do you say thank you in Japanese? And yeah. I told arigato. And the other arigato. Japanese, yeah. Okay. And the other Japanese asked me, I'm from Osaka. Mm. And I said, what? How do you know that? Yeah, yeah. And she said, because you said arigato. But in Tokyo, it's arigato. So can you can you demonstrate the difference? Arigato between arigato and arigato. Yeah. Ari. Wait a minute. Osaka is arigato. To. Arigato. To. Arigato. Yeah. The the end will be down. Yeah. But in Tokyo, arigato. 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 Maybe up. Yeah, I'm not. I, I still can't like really hear it, like the difference. Yeah. Uh, I don't notice so much. Mm -hmm. But okay, so then like that person knew that you were from. Yes, Osaka. Osaka. Only one word. Mm. Arigato. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Right. right. <laughs> and I didn't know. Mm. So is there, like, just because both you know Tokyo and Osaka are two of the major cities in mm. Japan, mm. they both have a lot of like people that are transplants that mm. you know, didn't grow up there, living in there. Mm. What do you think is the reason why there's a different vibe or openness, friendliness in Osaka versus, you know, Tokyo? Oh, that is interesting question. I didn't think about that. But I can say this is not only in Japan. Okay. Mm I think this is same in whole world. Okay. The the capital, the big biggest right, city. That's what I was gonna say. Is it, is it because it's the capital? It's yes. like you know, where all the head honchos are living and yes. the big ballers. Right, I the think money so. makers. Yes, right, money makers and people Mo are so movers and shakers. You know. Yeah, movers and shakers. Yeah, they just—it's like people that are running society. People that have a lot of influence and power. Ah, they're okay. They're making moves and they're shaking up stuff. They're movers and shakers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not like a dancing term or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I see. Yeah, I think maybe that is a reason. But not only between Tokyo and Osaka, but also like New York and Los Angeles, mm, or New York okay. and other uh, other place, or sure, uh, sure. or Paris and Toulouse. Mm, <laughs> just like being like the mo not necessarily the capital, but like maybe the most populous mm. city where like the financial sector is going yeah. on and yeah. stock market and operations. Right, and people are so stressed. Mm -hmm. in that city because they are very competitive mm. and they especially in Tokyo I think the people people move into Tokyo mm -hmm. they think in Tokyo they should be cool they okay. should be they very fashionable yeah fashionable or <laughs> yeah I think so so you feel like these people are kind of fake in a way yeah. sometimes yeah, yeah. 
mm. fake. They're not, there's not like, not direct, not real. Yeah, not they real. They say something. Right, like, right. Yeah. Okay. Right, that's true. No, like, talking about fake. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, actually. But the girls in Tokyo, yeah. their way, girls or ladies in Tokyo, their way of speaking is so fake really? for me. <laughs> Did you give like an example of something you've noticed? No, I, I can't pre uh, imitate mm -hmm. because I, I, I'm not that kind of person. Sure. But the the voice. Is it like more the tone? Yeah, How more the like, tone. What is it suggesting? Like it's like that they're being that they're dainty and they don't kind of they don't know what's going on or like I'm just <laughs> a little I'm a woman. Please help me. Kind of like. Kind of that or. Hello. Or, yeah, I think they pretend like that, little kids mm -hmm. or little girl, mm -hmm. and their voice, a uh, cute voice, and I'm not sure that it's real voice or fake voice. Mm -hmm. so high pitched? High pitched, right. Oh, okay. High pitched and speak very slowly compared with Osaka. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> Hey, buddy. <laughs> so, have have you lived outside of Japan, like foreign no. countries? No. But you traveled abroad, at least. Yeah, like, travel. Okay. What, what are some countries that you've been to that you enjoyed? Uh, like Indonesia, Bali. Indonesia. Yeah. Okay. Bali. What that did you What did you like about it? They have ocean, they have mountain, they have nice people, smiley nice people. people. Of course, not family? all. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not yeah. all of them are mm -hmm. nice people. But basically, it's good. and especially for women, mm -hmm. it's a great place. Have a lot of massage or that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Okay. Relaxed place, right. and also the, the staff, some kind of. Women like good service, like uh, good service, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not like a Jap Japanese good service, but yeah, good service, smiley, friendly, and that kind of stuff. Can you say that? Um, massage? Stone massage? No, no, no. Uh, oil massage is good. Yeah. And zakaya san? Zakaya. Zakaya san? Zakaya san? Good stuff? Good stuff? Good shop, like, like a cute shop. Oh, okay, okay. Like souvenir shop. Mm. That shopping is also cheap. The mm. price is cheap. Right, sure. Very, very cheap. Yeah, and food is also good yeah. if you like spicy food. Yeah, I like it to a certain extent, but I, if I start eating it, then I'll just start crying and sweating, and like <laughs> my tolerance is pretty low. But I do enjoy, like, you know. Up to a certain point. I remember I actually had a work trip to um, to Bali. Oh, work and trip? Well, so the company I was working for at the time is a uh -huh. British-based company. Uh -huh. And the APAC region, they have offices, two in Australia, mm. one in Singapore, mm. um, one in Hong Kong, and then one in Japan. And okay. so the APAC like, regional meeting, mm. they flew us all to Bali, which is very nice. Very nice. Very great. And yeah. I remember, um, you know, one of the... My colleagues mm. on the trip was from Indonesia, and he was like giving us some recommendations on things to order. Mm. And we ate this one thing the whole time. I just spent a whole hour just crying. <laughs> I could not, couldn't handle the spice level. It was delicious. It tasted yeah. really good. Just the, yeah, the level of spice was another level. Mm -hmm. But even more like um, you mentioned, like kind of the friendliness of the people and stuff. And I remember. Uh, when we'd go to like different events or something in the, the you know Bali area, mm -hmm. island, mm -hmm. um, there would be like security guards outside of like a establishment or um, something mm -hmm. very big, strong, you know, like tattooed, kind of like tough-looking guys. And, mm -hmm. and then I learned a couple words in um, you know Indonesia. I think it was more like local to Bali. I'd do, I'd say like suksuna, mm -hmm. which is like thank you, you know. Yes, like, right. And then so I'd I'd see these big, strong, tough guys and say, oh. 
Suksuma, mm -hmm. put my hands in prayer and mm -hmm. bow down to them, and then they just became very overjoyed, like, oh, like, mawali, they'd say, like, kind of, I think it's like, you're welcome, or the response to that, and mm -hmm. so they just, you know, had my image of them was like, oh, this big, strong, like, bouncer, mm -hmm. and then just, he's very friendly, smiling, like, oh, like, this guy's speaking my language, and very open, so I got a very good impression as well from that. Very nice. Good. I remember that Suksuma you said. Suksuma? Yeah, that is Bali. Yeah, yeah. And it's not Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, it's not Indonesia. Right, so that's so why it's even like so, so grass. Uh, yeah, Suksuma. Suksuma. Mother Suksuma. So, but like, uh, you seem to have an interest in like foreign languages, you know, like, mm. what got you interested in learning English or, you know, Fokusai like stuff? Yeah, uh, because first, the very first time is just I think this is same in all Japanese I guess mm -hmm. the people who can speak English is cool <laughs> <laughs> sure they right? yeah they they're seen as being able yes. to interact with foreigners or yes. internationally or yes right but uh, yeah that is my first impression but I uh, the trigger I wanted to start learning English is I went to the trip mm -hmm. among uh, among the kids who came from several countries, okay. not Japanese. Yeah, and I wanted to communicate with them, mm. but I couldn't. What uh, countries were these people coming uh, from? They came from uh, Tahiti, Tahiti, German, mm. uh, Korean, uh, like that. Okay. So yeah. it's all over. Yeah, uh, non-English, non uh, native English country, but mm, right. yeah, but the English is the common language right, all right. over the world. They all speak. Yeah. yeah, and all of them could speak English, mm -hmm. but people from Japan couldn't. Yeah, yeah, just the Japanese students. Yeah, right. So I was so frustrated. Mm. So since then, I really. Uh, study English mm. or practice English mm -hmm. I've noticed like um, just from like an international level as far as like developed countries mm. um, Japan does seem to have like a lower English level yep. compared to like other countries yeah. if you go travel into other countries yeah. you know maybe they're just not as confident in expressing it if they do speak it mm. um, but generally like say if you have someone from like if you go to like Vietnam and you're talking with most people mm. they know a couple of phrases yeah. or like at least you know in a business context mm. they'll be willing to speak it but maybe it might be like in Japan they know how to like kind of read and write mm. the English but then when it comes to conversation if they're afraid of getting something wrong or they don't want to embarrass themselves yeah. so they're more hesitant to like yeah. to speak up but you know it could be that or maybe just they don't have an interest in, in the language. I think you are right. Uh, most of Japanese have kind of the perfection. Mm -hmm. They are afraid to uh, make mistakes. Mm -hmm. and, and also maybe uh, English education. Mm -hmm. It makes those people try to be perfect. Mm -hmm. and don't because we we start studying grammar. Yeah. Right? And yeah. grammar grammar yeah, grammar. Right, right, right. <laughs> so but was your like uh, English teacher Japanese or foreign? Yeah, Japanese. Okay, so uh, learning English from another Japanese person. Right. <laughs> I remember when I was junior high school, the English teacher is an uh, old Japanese guy. Mm -hmm. And I only remember one thing from him is he said, when you speak English, you have to say, Bidi da, Bidi da, Bidi da. Bidi da, Bidi da, Bidi da. What is that? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what, but I only remember the sentence he said. Di di da, di di da, di di da. So he wasn't a good teacher, is what you're saying? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe not a good teacher for the English conversation. Mm. Well, so say if you know in the future if Japan wants to improve, mm. you know, mm. overall English. I, I've heard that they're like doing more investment into getting English education right. into lower level like you know fifth grade or, or something yeah. but what would you think of would be a good idea because um, say you know English is I think you know I'm an English speaker and mm. it's easy for me to mm. just go around and say like everyone should learn English mm. but I think right now you know 
aside from maybe like Mandarin, English is a very important language that mm -hmm. is very much the lingua franca mm -hmm. of the world, the common tongue, you know. We, like you said, you know, Tahiti, Korean, and a German are all on a, on a trip. They're all speaking English together, you know. So um, what would you like to see if you could, you know, give some influence in changing the educational system in Japan? Or what would you encourage more Japanese people to do at, at a younger age? Or, um, those types of things? Well, for me, mm -hmm. uh, my, my opinion is most important is the conversation, okay. communication. Sure. So, not study grammar first. Mm, Just right. talk, talk, talk. Right, right, right. right. So, maybe the, the Japanese government try to do is write because from the elementary school they start learning English. And mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure the detail, but maybe. Uh, what I heard is this AOL AOL Is it AOL? The English uh, invite the English speaker as a teacher and do some English communication or conversation class in the elementary school class Okay, Does, is AOL an acronym? Like, oh, I thought AOL, like AOL, America Online No, no There used to be a company No I don't remember what it's done for. So, so that's an initiative where they're trying mm -hmm. to have more native. Okay, but not online. Okay. So e e e l. Oh no, I'm sorry, not e AOL. E e e e e e English something something. <laughs> mm. something something. I haven't haven't heard about that. Really, I I heard there are a lot of people like young English speaker people came to Japan and get that kind of job. Mm, it's it's okay. a proper job teaching English. Yeah, yeah, that was I mean my first, you know, job here mm. in Japan was teaching English mm, like in an Eikaiwa sort of Eikaiwa, right? That yeah. is not from not the, the public School, no, no. Eikaiwa. Yeah, and it was right. actually quite like expensive from what I heard is like mm. the tuition that the students were paying mm. for the class. Yeah. Um, you know, was not not that as a fun uh, as a basic education mm -hmm. they try to have uh, they, they already have that kind of mm -hmm. uh, so most important is the communication start from the communication right, right. Conversation. just speaking getting yeah. getting words out right. not being afraid right. of making mistakes yeah. and another thing is I recommend to have a movie mm -hmm. yeah English movie without the Kikikai, do you know Kikikai? Subtitle? Subtitle is okay. okay. Subtitle is the, the Oh, is it dubbed? <laughs> dubbed? Like, say, instead of being hearing English, you hear Japanese Yes, spoken? right, right. Okay, yeah, we say right. dubbed. Dubbed. Like, D-U-B, mm -hmm. so dub the movie. Okay, yeah. dub the movie. So, in Japan, in on the TV, mm -hmm. they are all dubbed movies. Mm, and right. I think that is not a good idea. Because then you don't have to ever hear the yes. language. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, what I know, I had some relatives in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And in Taiwan, they don't have dubbed movies. They all have the subtitles, subtitles right, with so the original songs. Yeah, and then so they get the exposure of hearing yeah. the language. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's what I've heard, um, like say in, in Europe. I mean, I've never been to Europe, but mm -hmm. um, like if you have uh, these countries like the Netherlands or the Nordic mm -hmm. countries like mm -hmm. Sweden and Finland and you know, Norway, they speak very good English even mm -hmm. though it's not like their native language. Mm -hmm. But I've heard that in like Scandinavian countries, mm -hmm. they use that for the, they don't dub the, the television, so it's, they just would have subtitles if necessary. Mm -hmm. And so that way you get like used to hearing that pronunciation. Mm -hmm. Whereas like in Germany or France, mm -hmm. Maybe they don't yeah. dub it, so they maybe they do dub it. So mm. then it's just like you have you hear a little bit more of an accent. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's you know, validity of that, but I, I do understand like having the the access to hearing that it definitely you know, makes sense. Yeah. Mm, interesting. By the way, how what makes you come to Japan? Yeah, it's a good question. So the first time I came to Japan, I was 17 years old. Mm and came as part of a study abroad. Mm. Um, like, I was taking classes mm. at my community college as a high school student, mm -hmm. and there was a s just a, a flyer, like, mm. on the wall that was like, 
just Tokyo lit up at night. Mm -hmm. And I was like, experience Japan. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that looks cool. Mm -hmm. Like I was already basically getting college credit. I'm like, why don't I just travel and get college credit? Mm. And so it was pretty cool to like, I came for like three and a half weeks mm. and was uh, at a home, like this, not even, I wouldn't say a homestay, because mm. we had like a guest house mm. as a, a group with like maybe 20 or 15 or 20 students. Um, and we stayed at Tamagawa University, mm. Tamagawa Daigaku, and mm -hmm. had basic, basic Japanese like, lessons mm -hmm. and the language not really, I mean Imananji that's right mm -hmm. very very like a textbook of yeah it's basically textbooks yeah, yeah. of Japanese and then um, just kind of learning about Japan in general most of us like didn't really know much about it we were just kind of there to mm -hmm. hang out and um, most of the time that I was um, speaking with other Japanese students mm -hmm. it was like they were wanting to learn speak English mm -hmm. and so like I didn't really have any effort or um, really need to, to learn Japanese at that point. Mm. But then I came back again uh, two mm. years later when I was 19 mm. for like three months. As a, Why you came back? Uh, it was again, it was a, a study abroad okay. sort of trip and same concept was like, oh, if I'm going to get college credit mm -hmm. and I'm studying, it's mm. like, why not just go abroad and do it? Like, because it seems mm. you can get that experience. Mm -hmm. And met a lot of, you know, Japanese friends and mm. had a lot of community. I really liked kind of just living abroad, I think, more than anything. Like it's the international sort of mindset. Right, and you have the, you, you can experience a different culture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, what did you have in your mind when, when you were 17 and decided to come to Japan? Yeah, it was more of like a vacation for me, like just to see something that's different, I experience something that's, you know, not just the same. Like I kind of like variety and, and that sort of thing. Did you have any specific image of Japan at that time? I had played like, you know, PlayStation okay. and had like Nintendo, and <laughs> so I wasn't ever really like into anime. Um, or like manga or any of that sort of stuff, but mm. I, as a kid, I did watch, you know, Pokemon and Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh, mm. those types of things. But um, as far as um, like my image of Japan is like kind of like oh, trains and toilets. <laughs> like they got these toilets that play music and spray water at you, and then they have bullet trains that go really fast and, and sort of that thing. I see, that's interesting. <laughs> but yeah, like toilet? What? You said toilet? Toilet, yeah. yeah. Like the Toto. Okay. Toto washlet, like very good toilet. Sorry to interrupt you. I, I was a bit surprised at talking about the toilet. Mm. In in downtown Tokyo, you can you can have that toilet, that, that Toto toilet, yeah. warm warm heat, in everywhere, right? In Tokyo, yeah. in the public place as well, sure. like like the station. Yeah. But today I went to the park. Yeah. Well, the bathroom here at this park is just a pit toilet, uh -huh. so just a hole. Okay. Like it's not actually. Yeah, that is the old style. Right. So certain. Oh no, certain areas have you know more advancements than others, mm -hmm. but I think that's um, it's interesting. Like I guess you know if you meet a lot of international people, mm. what do you hear about? Mm as them being, having their image of Japan, what do you hear, like, um, if, say if you travel abroad, like, what have you heard of, you know, like, like maybe misconception, or like, oh, all Japanese people eat sushi, or, you know, something like that, like, have you, what, what have you heard about that? Yeah, I, I have, um, uh, the, your question, pirate uh, and train is the first time I heard. Okay. <laughs> but most of the people I heard is, um, Japanese people, mostly Japanese people or Japanese culture. Mm. And culture-wise is like, the people-wise is, they are very kind, mm. they are very kind, mm. like that kind of thing. And safe, yes. and the culture is safe. Sure, yeah. And, you know, no guns. Yeah, no guns, <laughs> no guns, right. And, and yes, sushi, ramen. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, of Japanese food, what's your like favorite kind of Japanese food? My favorite Japanese food, maybe sabazushi. Sabazushi. Uh -huh. 
different type of sushi? Type of sushi. What's the, what is Saba sushi? Saba is, uh, what's Saba? Yellow, yellow something. You know the fish which used in the, the Turkish sandwich? Turkish sandwich? <laughs> yeah. No, I have no idea. Oh, what's that? Saba, Saba? Saba sushi. Is it like so served in nigiri or? No, it's not nigiri. It is, uh, it is a big sushi. It's not nigiri. Fish. Hmm? It's just like fish by itself. You know? The fish. Uh, it's difficult to describe. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, do you like? Uh, do you know maki sushi? Maki sushi. Maki sushi. Um, roll, roll sushi, like a California roll. Yeah, I've, I've heard of maki sushi. I don't eat a lot of seafood, so I'm yeah. I don't know too much. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, maki sushi is not like nigiri. Nigiri is one by one. Yeah. Piece mm -hmm. by piece. But maki sushi is it's rolled sushi okay. and cut in the piece. Oh, so then yeah, yeah, yeah. like a sushi roll. Yeah, basically. sushi roll. Okay. Maki right. sushi. And this saba sushi is same concept. Mm -hmm. It's made. Uh, in the, the big portion, like a, like a roll, yeah. but it's not roll, it's pressed okay. in some box and, and with the fish mm -hmm. on the top of the rice. Okay. And that fish called saba. Actually, I like that saba. Mm. Not, maybe not, not saba I like that saba, sabayaki. Mm, sabayaki. Yaki fried, fried yes. something. Fried fish. So do you notice is there a better place in like Osaka to get this or um, like I guess well more so do people in Osaka versus Tokyo have different preferences for foods that they like yeah. or styles? Yep. What's the like style. yeah, what kind of example? First one is dashi. 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 The soup. Mm. Like udon soup. Okay. That is totally different from Tokyo. Uh, between Tokyo and Kansai, actually. Oh, is dashi broth? Broth? Broth, like the liquid of the soup? Yes, right. Okay, liquid dashi. of the soup, right. Mm. Tokyo dashi is broth. Mm. And it's more... Or like brown, kind of? Brown, yes, yeah. brown and salty, mm. I think. But Kansai dashi is... Kansai dashi doesn't use... Kansai dashi doesn't use shoyu, soy sauce. Mm, okay. But I think Tokyo dashi use soy sauce. Okay. Yeah, and, and Kansai taste is more light. Lighter? Lighter, okay. yeah. Mm. And Tokyo is more strong. Mm. Mm. That, that is the big difference. So I think maybe people from East Park, they prefer the... Kazegatsuyo! Mm. <laughs> and so many kids around here. <laughs> That's okay. So that's the difference, it's kind of the, the soup broth. Yes, right. Uh, I think it's interesting to, to compare. Mm. So, yeah, Kansai people like more lighter and the original for taste, I guess. Okay. But Tokyo people maybe prefer soy sauce taste, I guess. Mm, interesting. Mm. Okay. So there's like a regional difference, maybe. Yeah, regional difference. Definitely Kansai, I'm from Kansai. Yeah. I think Kansai people are more strict for this taste. Mm. Okay. Yeah, of so course, Tokyo is the capital. Right. And a lot of things are gathered in Tokyo or grow in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. But originally, it's from other places. Mm. So one day, I tried to, uh, because one of my friends from the US, I wanted to have the, the Michelin, Michelin star, yeah, Michelin star okay. Japanese restaurant right. in Tokyo. Mm. And at that time, I was in Osaka. So mm. I, went, uh, I visited in Tokyo to see that and have that kind of restaurant. So mm. I started the restaurant. Is it expensive? Yes, very expensive, of course. <laughs> yeah. So I started that restaurant in Tokyo. Okay. And started some. And most of them, the chef, the top chef in that restaurant is 
train in Kansai from this one, and mm. after that, he moved in Tokyo and opened this restaurant. Oh, okay. So it started from Kansai area, yes, yes. got good at it, and then came to Tokyo? Yes, yes. Because mm. Tokyo, in Tokyo, it's the place to make business. Mm. Mm. So much more expensive than yes, Oshare. So do you do you work with a lot of like foreigners then? Do you have many international kind of environments? Uh environment uh, maybe yes and no. Because in Japan our company most of the people are Japanese. Mm -hmm. So as the environment it's mostly Japanese environment. But I'm from IT. Okay. So I work with IT people from outside of the country, mm. mostly like India or okay. IT, IT department headquarters are in the US. Right. So I need to talk to them. So do you talk to lots of like engineers? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. okay. mm. So then in order to work for your company, do the Japanese people need to speak English? Or some of them are only Japanese? Some of them are only Japanese. Mm. And yes, ideally it's better to speak English for them because we are so, do you think that a lot of people that are interested in working for like Gaishke or international company, they they have an interest in learning English or like maybe mm. not so much? It's interesting question. Yeah. <laughs> I think there is several type of people, mm -hmm. to, uh, several type of people working in Gaishke, okay. international company. Sure. One type is maybe like me. Interested in overseas or other another culture right. or the English environment mm -hmm. or more uh, challenging stuff. And another type is maybe uh, this is just my guess. Yeah. But maybe Gaishke salary is higher than the domestic company. Mm, especially in IT. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's very and not only IT, but generally speaking, Gaishke's salary is mm. higher than domestic why do you Why do you think that is? Why? Yeah. Because maybe that is because the, the headquarters are non-Japanese mm. <laughs> and they have more money right. and they are good for business. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. I never think so that why the salary difference between Japanese company and international company? Yeah, because I also know that like it seems, at least to be in the market, that mm. Gaishke can pay better mm. than, you know, a Nikkei mm. or a domestic company. Mm. But I was thinking that maybe that had something to do with, like, um, in the U.S., perhaps you might get your salary level based off of like your your merit or your skill set mm. um, if you had certain achievements throughout your career mm. whereas in Japan it's more just kind of based off your seniority level how long yes, you've been with the company right, right. so it's like you're not you don't even have to be like that superstar of a candidate or someone like that but then um, just because you've been with the company and you, you've proved loyalty mm -hmm. that seems to be like more of how your salary gets raised so mm. it's, I don't know it's an interesting concept but uh, you know it could be other factors Makes sense, and I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Right, and yeah, and people mostly work in Japanese companies. They work there like all their life. Yeah, it's changing recently. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Basic, generally speaking, people once get in the company, then they work all life. Mm. Then the salary, of course, is not raised so much. Mm -hmm. And people don't jump to another company. Right, right. Not so much. But people want to move in Gaishke, then uh, how to make your salary uh, up? Yeah, increase. Is, yeah, increase mm -hmm. is change the company. That is the most easy mm -hmm. way yeah, to yeah. increase your salary. That is sure. what I heard. Mm. And that opportunity is more for Gaishke, not mm. for Nikkei. Okay. And right, so I think maybe the salary system is like that. Yeah, Japanese salary system is like uh, seniority. Seniority. Mm. Yeah. And I had experience. I had two interviews. One is uh, 
meat cat and one is rice cat. Mm -hmm. And the, the interview in guys' cat, they never asked why. Um, so there is one, one difference. They never asked why you like change jobs. Yes, make change job or what? Yeah, what was? What was the, the reason? Thing, yeah, reason in the previous company like that. Mm. Or they never asked um, how many company you had before. Like that kind mm. of thing. But for Japanese companies, they always yeah, they always ask. Mm. Have you worked for multiple like uh, international companies or mainly Japanese companies? Or? Oh, I have both because my my half career uh, work is also in Japanese company. Mm. Half, last half since now mm -hmm. is international. So do you prefer the Gaishke yeah. international company? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. In international company, it's more career like. Uh, achievement mm. or the, the skill set. Mm. In Japanese company, yes, it's still based on the skin seniority. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, brown nosing. Yeah, brown nosing. Have you heard of brown nosing? No. So I'm sure you're familiar with the term kissing ass, right? Yeah. You're kissing ass. Uh. So if you're brown nosing, your head is so far up the other person's ass that your nose turns brown. So it means like you're kissing ass. Okay. It's like because your ass, ha your nose has poop on it because uh -huh. you're, you're brown nosing. Oh. So it just means like you're just you're kissing ass for the uh -huh. like uh, the boss or okay. the just, you know, you're just okay. doing whatever they say and asking mm -hmm. no questions or just kind of. But that is not only in Japanese company. I I realized even in the international group. Oh yeah. Oh, it's Everywhere, everywhere, there's, there's always like, there's the term in, in schools that's used as like the teacher's pet, like someone yeah. who's just like, they're always, um, they do whatever the teacher wants mm. and like they mm. are like, the teacher really likes them or something and like the, maybe the teacher favors them mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. that sort of thing, yeah. That dog is very cute, look at that one. This one's okay too, but probably over there. So what about you? Have you have you worked in Japanese companies? So yeah, I worked for I think just one mm -hmm. Japanese company, mm -hmm. and I noticed that they're very stingy. <laughs> yeah, stingy. Kind of just not wanting to pay more for any increase or anything. Like, um, say if we had a um, typical like you know company. Um, celebration or something mm -hmm. with another company in, in the U.S., you know, everything's paid for by the company mm -hmm. and, um, you know, you, the employees aren't expected to pay for anything. But then in that company, at least, we had like a party and then even we had to pay mm -hmm. kind of for like some of the, the things mm -hmm. um, or just like the salary increase was mm -hmm. like you wouldn't be able to be um, eligible for like a raise unless you had mm. met this certain criteria and there's no negotiation on, mm. on that even if you were a good performer mm. um, you couldn't like excel at that um, and just generally you know like sticking to the rules like mm -hmm. very like you know you have to clock in and you have to clock out mm. and it was like there's no change in you know like flexibility so it just seemed yeah. a lot more like these are the rules we're sticking to the rules you have to follow these rules <laughs> <laughs> and then the other international companies were like, okay, you know, here's our guidelines. Yeah. Sure, these are rules, but it's like, if you mess up, then it's like, just let us know what was the issue and, you know, kind of explain something like that. So I definitely prefer working for like a Gaishke or international mm -hmm. company. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's only one international or one Japanese company that I worked for. So maybe that was just that company in particular. Mm -hmm. But from what my image was and what I'd heard is that like um, these like just the executives, the top, you know, the owners and stuff like that were making tons of money and just not mm. really willing to kind of give salary increases because they knew that like their employee workforce was ex expendable. Mm. Like they can always hire new people that would come in and take that job mm. versus like investing in their current staff or something. Mm. But you know, every company is different. They have, mm. have stuff like that. So what, com what company was that, that industry? So it was, it was a Kaiwa, okay. like English teacher, mm. Asian company. But you know, but I can see another reason why Japanese company salary is not that much. 
you know, you know those politicians? You know those politicians, um, okay, Trump or propaganda or the... Yes. So, um, at least, you know, in, in Washington state, um, and in Pierce County, which is, um, you know, kind of south of Seattle, the district that, that I had grew up in and that my parents, you know, where I was registered to vote in the address, they'd send out a pamphlet, like a voter's pamphlet, and then it would have the list of all the people that are running for the different, um, you know, positions and what their policy was and what their statement it, and even just like kind of a one-page mm. sort of like you know yeah. this is their plan this is kind of yeah. what they're interested in so you could kind of read through it pretty easily and mm -hmm. at least have an idea of like this is you know oh this is a good person this is something mm. I disagree with mm. and like the different issues and there's definitely a lot more like research that could have been done mm. but um, you know I think it was interesting to at least just I didn't I wasn't super engaged in politics you know mm. like I had my ideals and my thoughts of what would be you know interesting and what should be good for people but um i didn't do a whole lot of research i wasn't like you know going to protests and being engaged on on that sort of level like an activist but i just was kind of more of a casual mm -hmm. sort of observer but i'm curious like here in japan are you registered to vote to a certain district or are you registered in osaka you registered in tokyo like, uh, can myself. you yeah yeah um in Japan system is the voting is uh, to vote in that district, okay. which we have Juminhyo. Juminhyo, yeah, yeah. The registration. Right, right. Yeah. So, so you're Meguro. Yes, right. In Meguro. And before that, yes, of course, I I have a vote right in Osaka. Yeah. But in Japan system, uh, yes, when they want to have some action, only that time. The politician will come, politician came out and have do the some. Me the megaphone and yes, have the, <laughs> have the megaphone and just shouting their name and says Onegaishimasu and they don't say anything. Passing flower, uh, yes, flyers to, at the station and yes, right. the, the posters yes, right. and stuff like that. Right. But uh, <laughs> like, like that statement or the, uh, their achievement mm -hmm. or their plan, yes. They have they prepare some papers mm. in, in the newspaper or some flyers maybe. Right. But uh, now I'm a bit interested in to to look into that their way of thinking or mm. what is their plan. Mm -hmm. But before that, I was not that interested in and because it just all looks like same. Yeah, that's right. Just a picture, a headshot. <laughs> yes, right. Someone smiling. Right, and I don't know those people exactly, so I'm not sure which which people I want to vote. Mm. And maybe the only uh, when I vote, I just check the, the party. Mm, right, right, right. Like Liberal Democratic Party, yeah. LDP or something. Yeah, they they several in Japan. Okay. But yeah. So. I was one and I don't know why people don't don't <laughs> very nice. Yeah, young people are not good. Oh, uh, we can wrap wrap it up, it's okay. Yeah, yeah maybe.